You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. As we enter a new year, let us prepare our hearts and spirits to start and finish strong in 2014. Be inspired and encouraged in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Now, uh, alam na po natin, beginning tomorrow will be the start of our fasting. Okay, as we go along, maintindihan ninyo what really fasting is all about. Kasi iba, akala na fasting is dieting. Iba, akala fasting is punishing yourself. No, you're not punishing yourself. All the punishment were already taken by the Lord Jesus Christ. Fasting is really more on inclining your ears and being sensitive to the voice of God. It's not even changing the mind of God. It's changing us. Okay? So, ang topic po natin is a call to repentance. Sabihin nyo, repentance. Medyo po mabigat yung ating pong topic ngayon, pero wala po kaming magawa kundi ipahayag sa inyong mensaheng ito dahil ito po ay galing sa salita ng Panginoon and it is so relevant in our time today. And so I pray that the Holy Spirit will guide us and give us understanding of God's Word and at the same time deliver it into our hearts in a very personal way. So bago po tayo magsimula, basahin ko lang muna po yung isang column uh, ng pamagat po is 2013. Ay, lumabas. Yun. 2013, man-made disasters worsened natural ones. Sinulat po ni Jarius Bondok. Siya po ang uh, writer ng, uh, isa sa mga writers ng Philippine Star. Sabi rito, 2013 was a year of extreme calamities in the land. It opened with South Mindanao reeling from Super Typhoon Pablo that oddly emanated from the equator to ravage erstwhile spared, so unprepared communities. Then recurred landslides in East Mindanao, storms in North Luzon, and floods in Greater Manila. In finale, struck a strong earthquake in Bohol, Cebu, and the world's meanest cyclone ever, Yolanda, in the whole of Visayas and North Palawan. Now, Kung mapapansin po ninyo, yung mga natural disasters na ito ay meron kang masusumpungan sa Luzon, sa Bisaya, sa Mindanao, at saka sa Greater Manila, okay, sa Metro Manila. Nakita ko ba ninyo yun? Ibig sabihin, yung mga natural calamities na ito, sinakop niya yung buong bansa. Okay? Iba-iba nga lang bawat lugar, pero nasakop ang buong Pilipinas. Kaya ang title po is Man-Made Disasters Worse Than Natural Ones. Dahil bagamat ito pong binanggit dito yung mga natural disasters, pero napalala pa raw ng mga man-made disasters. Alam natin na yung siege ng MNLF doon sa Sambuanga is man-made. Pero isang pong matinding man-made calamity yun. Yung pong nangyaring scam, yung PDAP scam, di ba? Na pinag-usapan sa Senado ay man-made din huyan. Okay? Plus na yung mga disgrasya, na nangyari sa ating paligid, yung mga nakaraan, December, yung mga naputukan ng mga bata, di lang ng paputok, kundi tinamaan ng mga balang ligaw. Kaya dahil may mga, may baril, may ari ng baril, na walang habas na nagpapaputok sa itaas, eh, so of course, anong baba nun. Okay? Mayroong mga nalalaglag na bus, dyan sa Skyway, at marami rin po ang namatay. So yan po yung mga man-made. At higit sa lahat, of course, the way the government is also managing all of these disasters, na dahil sa maling paraan ng paghawak at maling paraan ng pag-aallocate ng mga pondo, eh, nagiging worse pa lalo ang nagiging kalagayan ng mga nabiktina ng mga natural calamities. 
So, yun po yung tinutukoy ng balitang ito. Now, kayo ho ba'y naniniwala na sa mga bagay na ito na naganap ng 2013, may sinasabi ang Diyos sa atin? Sino po naniniwala ang may sinasabi ang Panginoon? Taas na kamay. Very good. Yung pong lahat ng yan, hindi ho mga aksidente lang at nagkataon lang. May sinasabi ang Panginoon sa ating bayan, may sinasabi ang Diyos sa ating mamamayan, at sa ating mga Kristiyano at sa buong bayan natin, kaya nga ang lahat ng yan ay nagarap sa iba't ibang dako ng Pilipinas, pati na Metro Manila. Now, ano ho ba ang sinasabi ng Panginoon in the light of this? Yan po ating pag-uusapan sa oras na ito. At pag-aaralan po natin is the book of Joel. Mula po sa simula hanggang sa matapos, pero paikliin po natin, ibibigay po namin sa inyo, yung pinakamit ng mensahe ng book of Joel. Tumayo po tayong lahat sa oras na ito. Buksan po natin sa Joel chapter 2 o Joel chapter 1 verse 14. Bago matang pag-aaralan po natin ay isang buong book of Joel, pero atin pong babasahin ay yung po pinakamit nito dun sa may verse 14. Handa na po ba kayo? Mas maganda siguro kung sabay-sabay nating basahin. Alright, ito ba sa inyo yan? Okay, one, two, three. Declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, summon the elders and all who lived in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Let's bow down our head. Lord, maraming salamat po pagkat alam namin na ang mensaheng ito ay galing sa iyo. Enable us by the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, to study this with understanding, with the right heart, O God. Salamat po, Panginoon, dahil ngayong oras na ito, kakausapin mo kami at maging personal sa amin ang mensaheng ito. Salamat po, Panginoon, pinagkakatiwala namin sa iyo ang lahat ng bagay sa pangalan ng Panginoong Yesus. Amen. Amen. Okay. Makakupo tayong lahat. Okay. Bigyan ko muna kayo ng background patungkol sa ating pag-aaralan ngayong oras ito, especially sa Book of Joel. Now, ito po yung nangyari since 835 BC, sa pagitan 835 BC to 796 BC, si Prophet Joel ay nagkaroon ng prophecy, nagkaroon siya ng warning sa mga tao. Sa mga panahong yun, before he made a warning, nagkaroon ng great prosperity ang buong bayan ng Judah. Okay? Maunlad sila, mayaman, masagana ang ani, walang problema sa pagkain, may maiinom, lahat, kumpleto, mayaman. Subalit, sa pagbukos ng pagpapala ng Diyos sa kanila, nalunod sila, nalunod sila sa mga bagay na ito at nalimutan nila ang Panginoon. They indulge themselves to immorality and most especially to idolatry at sila, kinorsake nila si Lord, iniwan nila ang Panginoon, tinake for granted niya si Lord, kaya naman ang nangyari ay nagkaroon ng matinding disaster. At ang disaster na ito ay nilusob sila ng mga locust, ng swarm locust at dinibastate yung kanilang lupa. Para sa kanila, talagang matindi ang epekto noon dahil sila ay isang agricultural nation at nakadepende sila highly doon sa kanilang agrikultura para sa kanilang ekonomiya. Now, inadress po ang bagay na ito sa doon po sa mga tatlong kategory ng mga tao. Una, doon po sa mga drunkards. Ano ibig sabihin ng drunkards? Mga lasenggo. Okay? Ang pagiging lasenggo dito, hindi lamang lasenggo sa alak, kundi mga taong lalasing sa karangyaan, sa mga material na bagay, 
Mga taong nalasing sa immoralidad, nalasing sa mga makamundong bagay. Pangalawa, yung mga farmers. Yung mga farmers po, sila po yung mga economic drivers and government drivers sa kanilang panahon dahil agricultural nation sila. So yung mga farmers talaga, yung effort nila ang nagpapalago sa ekonomiya. Ito'y kumakatawan sa ating lipunan, of course, doon sa ating mga economic managers and government managers. At pangatlo, inadres sa mga priests. And of course, in our time, ang mga priests is the church of the living God, people who minister to the Lord. Now, ano ang panawagan ng Diyos sa kanila? Declare a holy fast, a sacred assembly, summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Now, pag-aaralan po natin sa oras na ito ang tatlong bagay dahil ito po ang mga talatang yun ay panawagan sa pagsisisi. A call to repentance. There was a problem. Ang prophecy ni Joel is about national, there will be national devastation. Yung kasalukuyang nangyayari sa kanila noon na umatake yung mga locust is just a warning. Patikim pa lang okay, ng impending judgment ng Panginoon sa kanilang bayan so that God can make a statement that He is serious to bring in the judgment if the people refuse to repent. Andiyan po kayo. Okay, the plea. Ano po yung panawagan? It's a national consecration. Ibig sabihin, pagpapakumbaba, pananalangin, at pagsisisi sa kanilang mga kasalanan. At pangatlo, kapag naganap po nilang bagay na ito, ang Panginoon ay nangako ng national restoration. Simulan po natin. Okay, the problem is the national devastation. Ang sabi po ng verse 1, ng Joel chapter 1, The word of the Lord that came to Joel, son of Bethuel. Hear this, you elders, listen all who live in the land. Sabihin niyo all. So, hindi lang sa mga elders, kundi all who live in the land. Has anything like this ever happened to your days or in the days of your forefathers? Now, yung huling sentence po na yan, kapag ka ang judgment ay galing ho sa Panginoon, walang katulad. Okay? Hindi kayang pigilin ng tao at wala hong katulad yun. Okay? Now, ano pang sinabi doon? Sa so verse 3, Tell it to your children and let your children tell it to their children and their children to the next generation. In verse 3, What the locust swarm has left, the great locust have eaten. Now, let me pause here for a while. Ang ibig sabihin po dito, remember, na nakararanas na sila nung patikim ng judgment na yon. Now, ang sabi ron, what the locust swarm has left the great locust have eaten. Yung sinira raw ng locust swarm, mga insect ho yun. Pag sinabing locust, devastating insects ho yan. That will really ruin their, their, uh, their economy, their agriculture. Now, sabi ron, kakainin daw ng great locust yung matitira. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Pagkatapos ng isang devastation, another one will come. What the great locust have left, the young locust have eaten. Okay, yung natira nung great locust, kakainin ng young locust. And what the young locust have eaten, or have left, other locusts have eaten. So it means devastation after devastation ang mangyayari if they will not repent, if they will not come to God in humility. That is why in verse, in chapter 2 of Joel 1 to 3, Unahin ko muna yung verse 1, sabi, Blow the trumpet in Zion. It means, it's an alarm. Sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all 
who live in the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming. It is close at hand. Now, I would like you to understand this. Whenever there is a prophecy in the Bible, it has its immediate fulfillment, it has a long-term fulfillment, and it has its ultimate fulfillment. Now, pag sinabing day of the Lord, in their context, the immediate context was that, yun na nga, yung atake ng locust. Okay? Now, ano yung long-term fulfillment? Sometimes ginagamit po yung speech na yan, figuratively, okay, para tutukoy yung talagang great army that would devastate them, nasasakop sa kanila. Okay? And the ultimate fulfillment of the day of the Lord is when, before Jesus Christ would come back again. Andiyan po kayo. So, meron tinatawag na immediate, that's their context, yun yung nakasalukuyang nangyayari sa kanila. The long-term fulfillment, okay, ibig sabihin, if there is a similar incident that they would forsake the Lord, same thing would happen. And then, the ultimate fulfillment, that is before Jesus Christ comes back again. At describe the Prophet Joel to us the day of the Lord. Now, ano ang nangyayari ron? Sabi ka a day of darkness and gloom. A day of clouds and blackness. Yun pa lamang yung words na ginagamit, nakakatakot na. At po ba kayo? Sabing darkness and gloom, clouds and blackness. Parang hindi na kagad maganda yung ating makikitang picture. Like dawn spreading across the mountains, a large and mighty army comes, such as never was in ancient times, nor ever will be in ages to come. Now, you have to understand that the nature of this prophecy is not to scare people about judgment. The overall context of this is redemptive in nature. God is giving a warning because He loves His people. And He would like people to respond in faith, in repentance, in humility. Kung meron man sa panahon natin mga prophecy about the judgment of God, we have to take it in such a way that it is a redemptive judgment of the Lord. Remember that God is love. Amen. Now, if God is love, do you believe that God is also a God of justice? Yes, because God is a holy God. And because God is a holy God, He would not tolerate any form of sin. Alam nyo, Meron tayo sa mga Pilipino, kasabihan natin, pagka napuno na ang salop, dapat nang kalusin. Tama ba yon? Hindi lang ko si FPJ nagsabi nun. Okay? Yan po ay sama o katotohanan. Kapag ang isang tao ay nagkasal, hindi right away, binibigyan ng judgment ng Panginoon. There is a season God would tolerate it because He would like to give the person the opportunity to repent. Okay? Kaya ito si Prophet Joel, he was actually giving a message from the Lord, warning the people. Sino po rito mga magulang? Hindi magugulang, magulang. Yan. Nasubukan na ho ba ninyo yung anak nyo po yung maliit, napalo nyo na? nag enjoy ba kayong paluin sila? No. Pero kailangan yung gawin. Bakit? You would like to correct them. You would like to discipline them and put them on the right path. That is really the way to do it. Nakuopon niya ibig kong sabihin. Hindi tayo nag enjoy bilang mga magulang na paluin ang paluin hanggang sa dumudugo na yung puwet ng anak natin. Ayaw natin ng ganun. Okay? Pero, ginagawa natin to, pinapalo natin sila, okay? Because, 
may pag-ibig nating ginagawa dahil gusto natin maitama sila. In the same way, we as people of God, we receive discipline from the Lord, minsan parang hindi mainam yung disiplina sa paningin natin, pero kung titignan mo ito in the context wherein God loves you so much that He would like to bring you into the right path, ibig sabihin maganda ang intensyon ng Panginoon. Amen. At ayaw niya na mapariwara pa lalo yung buhay natin kung tayo ay hindi magre-respond in a proper way. Amen. Ito po ang konteksto ni Prophet Joel. Hindi po to scare people about the judgment. It's not to create fear in the hearts of people concerning judgment, but to create fear of the Lord upon their hearts. Magkaroon ng takot sa Diyos. Remember, this, these people were called by God as His own people. They bear the name of the Lord. And God is a holy God and He demands holiness for His people. For that very reason, God would like to protect them because God is a jealous God. It's a divine jealousy. Meaning, akin lang kayo, hindi ko kayo isi-share kay Satanas, hindi ko isi-share sa kasalanan. Tama po ba? God is a jealous God that He would like all of us to be exclusively His. He is a holy God, therefore, we would like, He would like a holy people for Himself. So ayaw niyang ishare tayo doon sa kasalanan. At ayaw ng Diyos na ikaw ay tatalon mula sa kawan ng Diyos and you will go to sin. Now, this is the, this is the objective of the Lord. It's a redemptive judgment giving them warning so that they would return back to God. That is not in conflict with what, with what Psalm 103 was saying. In verse 8, sabi ron, The Lord is compassionate. Sabi niyo, compassionate. And gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. Yung pronouncement na yun ng redemptive judgment is part of this. Dahil mahal tayo ng Panginoon, dahil compassionate siya sa atin, na ayaw niya na mapapariwara yung buhay natin. That is the very reason kung bakit nagbigay ng warning si Prophet Joel. Any prophecy that we hear warning the nation should not create fear on our part as far as fear of the judgment of judgment is concerned. Instead, let us have the fear of the Lord. If that is the case, then we have to respond, respond not in fear, but in faith. Amen. How do we respond in faith? We respond in faith by coming to God, bowing ourselves to Him, and consecrate ourselves to God. Sabi po ron, this is our uh, second point, it's the plea. It's a national consecration. Ang sabi po ron, declare a holy fast, ito yung binasa nating text kanina, call a sacred assembly, summon the elders, and all who live in the land, to the house of the Lord your God, and cry out to the Lord. So nagsabi ng holy fast, Sabi ng iba, Pastor, kailangan pa ba tayo mag-fasting? Eh, nasa New Testament na tayo. Di ba? Tapat pa ho. Okay? We know that the grace of God is available, the forgiving grace of the Lord. We have to avail it. And we have to avail it with humility of our hearts. Sa Bible po, marami sa New Testament, sinasabi ni Paul about fasting. Kahit nangaho sa mga mag-asawa, para... Sabi, may moment na sila ay magtatagpo, may moment na sila ay paghihiwalay muna para mabigyan ng pansin yung kanilang pag-aayuno. Because ang pag-aayuno ay paghinto sa physical activity, so you can be sensitive to the voice of God in your life. Amen. 
And this is actually what God was telling them. Make a holy fast. Hindi po dieting ang pinabanggit dito. Okay? Yung mga nag-kumain uh, ho ng marami, sabi, opportunity ko na to, makakapag-diet na ako. Uh, mag- well, nakakapayat po talaga ang fasting, titignan natin, pero the goal is not really to diet. Okay? Ano na lang yan? Additional na lang yan. Additional benefit na lang yun. Okay? But the most important thing is that you are in the state of humility, state of prayer, and crying out to God. Amen. Call a sacred assembly. Summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. If you will read the entire book of Joel, maging si Lord by His grace, iprinovide niyo kung anong klase ng prayer ang gagawin nila. Could you imagine? Si Lord na yung nagdi-demand ng holy fast sa kanila, sinabi pa ni Lord kung ano yung prayer. You know, prayer is not changing the mind of God, it's aligning our mind to Him. If you think that prayer is manipulating and changing the mind of God, that's wrong. That's why we fast, so we can be sensitive to His voice, at kapag naririnig natin yung boses ni Lord, naiaalay natin yung ating pag-iisip, yung ating pananaw, yung ating pagkilos, pati panalangin natin, naiaalay sa kalooban ng Panginoon. Because prayer is not just something that we create. Prayer is something that the Holy Spirit would put into our hearts. Kaya yung panalangin natin is aligned to the will of God. Amen. Remember that the prayer that is in line with His will, yun lang ang sinasagot ng Panginoon. Who, saan yun ang gagaling yung kalooban na yun? Sa Diyos. Pinapahayag po sa atin. That is why we fast because in that way, we are becoming sensitive to His voice. Amen. Okay. Now, Sacred assembly. Pagtitipon-tipon. Banal na pagtitipon. Kaya alam nyo, simula ho Monday hanggang Friday, tayo po ay pupunta dito. 7 to 8, magkakaroon po tayo ng praise and worship, humility, prayer to the Lord. Because that is our way of expression, sacred assembly po natin. Although other churches would also do the same thing, dito po sa alabang, meron tayong ganun. From Monday to Friday, magkakaroon tayo ng sacred assembly pagtitipon-tipon at wala akong ibang bida kundi si Lord. Amen. Hindi po ito isang klase ng pagtitipon. Magkakaroon ng pagtitipon-tipon pagkatapos sa iyong tatakbo ng eleksyon ay patatayuin doon at magsasalita. Hindi po ganun. Hindi po sacred yun. Kaya ang objective natin is that, Lord, we humble ourselves before you. Ikaw ang aming Diyos, kami ang iyong mga tao. We cry out for your mercy. Why mercy? Because mercy triumphs over judgment. When there is judgment, the best kind of prayer that we can do is to seek for God's mercy. Because mercy triumphs over judgment. You can't go to war right away. Because bago ka makipagera, you have to make sure that God is on your side. Because if God is with you, who can be against you? Pero, bago mangyari ka makipaglaban, kinakailangan magpakumbaba ka muna sa Diyos and to make sure that God is on your side. Amen. If God is for us, who can be against us? That's why we need to humble ourselves before the Lord. Sabi ni Bob Utley, concerning his comment on Joel chapter 2, Fasting, weeping, and mourning represent a wholehearted trust in and love for God. But to this internal aspect, but to this internal aspect is an accompanying outward life of faith and obedience because of the Lord's character. When we fast and pray, there's something happening 
inside us, the internal aspect. And yung internally magma-manifest on the external. Kaya yung pananampalataya, yung buhay pananampalataya mo sa Panginoon, yung iyong pagsunod ay naya-align to the very character of the Lord. Yun po yung dahilan kung bakit tayo nagpa-fasting. Kaya sabi ng fasting, weeping, yung mourning. Yung pagluhod natin sa Diyos. Pagpipresent natin ang ating mga sarili. Pagkukumpisal ng ating kasalanan sa Panginoon. May bagay na binabago ang Panginoon sa ating puso. At sa pagbabagong yun sa puso, doon nagsisimula, doon nag-uugat yung pagbabagong buhay sa labas mas lalo pang nagiging maalab ka sa Panginoon at mas madali na sa iyo ang sumunod sa Kanya at yung pagsunod mo ay nababatay sa kung ano ang karakter ng Diyos. Remember, God called the Israelites to demonstrate His character and to demonstrate the glory of His name. Same thing with the church. We are the spiritual Israelites in our generation. We are the church of the Lord. We bear the name of God. I do believe God has a great plan for the nation of the Philippines. Amen. Naniniwala ba kayo na ang, ang Pilipinas ay nilagakan ng Panginoon ng magandang plano? Ang Pilipinas ang magiging missionary sending nation sa, sa, sa iba't ibang dako ng digdig, especially sa Asia. Marami tayong ipadadala na mga missionary. And we know that that is part of God's divine plan for this nation. Now, Kung nakikita nila devastated ang bansa natin, how do you think the nations would respond? Eh kung kayo nga ang bansa nga ninyo, devastated. Pero kung ang bansa natin ay iningat ng Panginoon because of righteousness, people would start looking at the Philippines at makikita nila, Aba, kagwilan alas ang nangyayari sa Pilipinas. Anong dahilan kung bakit kayo pinagpala? Then we can declare it is because of the Lord our God. Amen. Amen. They will be amazed of what the Lord will do. After devastation, there will be great prosperity and people will be amazed. They would be able to see, wow, the glory of the Lord is in the nation of the Philippines. Then we become even more credible to be an evangelist in the entire world. Amen. And even ordinary people, just like you and me, pag napunta kayo sa ibang bansa, you can witness the word of God and people would believe. Because mayroon silang nakikitang mani- visible manifestation of the spiritual reality in our nation. Now, allow me to read Joel chapter 2, verse 12 to 16. Even now, declares the Lord, Return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for He is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. Sabron, rend your heart. Alam nyo, part po ng kanilang kultura noon, kapag sila ay magkakaroon ng pagsisisi, pagkakaroon ng broken heart, sisirain ho nila yung kanilang garment, pupunitin nila mula sa leeg, pababa. Sisirain ho nila yan. Now, ang sinasabi rito, rend your heart and not your garments. Ibig sabihin, ang tunay na pagsisisi, it's not on the outward religious thing that we do. It's the change of heart. Ang ibigay ninyo, hindi yung inyong garment, hindi yung mga religious rituals, kundi yung inyong puso sa Panginoon. Return to the Lord your God. It's not only giving your heart to God, but making God as your Lord in your life. 
na Lord, Ikaw ang masusunod, Ikaw ang aking Panginoon. Sabi ko for He is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and He relents from sending calamity. If we are to respond the proper way, mabait ho ang Diyos. If we are to respond in humility, in fear of the Lord, pipigilan ng Panginoon yung mga nakaamba ng mga kalamidad sa buhay natin sa ating bayan. Dahil yan ho ang nature ng Panginoon. Ang sabi ron, susunod na verse, Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave behind the blessing. Grain offerings and drink offerings for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast, a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Consecrate the assembly. Sabi niyo consecrate. Magpapaging banal kayo sa harapan ng Panginoon. We have our individual and corporate accountability, even as a church. If you are living in sin right now, let me tell you this, masakit man pong sabihin ito, you have to repent. If you are committing adultery, fornication, illicit sexual acts, kung hanggang ngayon, kinukuha mo ang kapalaran mo sa horoscope, kung hanggang ngayon, naniniwala ka pa sa bolang kristal, sa baraha, sa mga bituin, sa langit, para dun mo alamin ang kinabukasan mo, katid, yan ay is another form of idolatry. Kung mahilig ka pa rin sa pungsoy, if you are in homosexual acts and lesbianism, you have to repeat, I'm sorry, mabigat nung binibitawan ko, but it, it, it's from the Lord. If you are a father or a mother and you're becoming irresponsible in taking care of your children, you also have to repent. And if you are children, you are rebelling against your parent, you have to repent. If you are a business person and dadaya ka sa yung negosyo, you have to repent. Kung ikaw empleyado, dinadaya mo yung time clock mo. Inuuwi mo pa yung coupon ban ng opisina nyo. At kung marami pang kakultuhang mga pamahiin na nabubuhay ka, ayaw mo nung nagwawalis sa gabi, nilalabas ang swerty. Magsisi ka, kapatid. Dahil lahat ng ito ay form of idolatry and disobedience to the living God. We have individual accountability in such a way we also have a corporate accountability before the Lord. Before we look on the outside, let us look at first on ourselves. Why? Because the Lord says in Psalm 51, verse 16 to 17, this was David when he was in the process of repentance. You do not delight in sacrifice or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. Broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. This was actually David when he was repenting of his sin. Hindi siya nagbigay ng mga excuses. Hindi siya nagbigay ng justification doon sa kanyang ginawa. Nag-commit siya ng adultery and indirectly murder. Pero ang isang pinakamasakit doon, he used his position to manipulate people around him. Sabi ni David, a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O God, you will not despise. Kapag ka tayo po ay lumapit sa Panginoon ng buong pagpapakumbaw, remember that we as a church, we need to stand between the gap 
of God in our nation. How do you expect the unbelievers to repent if they don't know God? We first, we have to take the responsibility as people of God to come to Him in humility. And if we respond properly, there will be national restoration. Joel chapter 2, verse 18 to 19. Then the Lord will be jealous for His land and take pity on His people. The Lord will reply to them, I am sending new grain, new wine, and oil, enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. So, sinasabi nito, grain, new wine, and new oil, enough to satisfy you fully. There will be great prosperity in the Philippines. If you will just bow down yourself and repent and humble yourself before the Lord, you who are called by my name, then I am going to prosper you and make you great. There will be enough food in the house. And ano pa sabi dito in verse 26 to 25, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. The great locusts and the, and the young locusts, the other locusts and the locusts swarm, my great army that I sent among you. Ibig sabihin, i-re-restore ng Panginoon lahat ng bagay na nawala. Ano man yung mga bagay na nawala sa inyo, kung kayo'y magbabalik loob sa Panginoon, God in His own time and His own way will repay you, will bring back the things that you have lost. Amen. Maging sa bansa natin, lahat ng dinevastate ng bagyo, lahat ng dinevastate ng, ng kalamidad, kayang ibalik yan ng Panginoon sa isang kisap mata. Mataas man ang langis ngayon, walang imposible sa Diyos na yung langis sa Saudi Arabia dumaloy sa Pilipinas. Amen. Lang hindi tayo, hindi tayo gagamit ng paglalakaw. <laughs> Gagawin, kayang gawin ng Diyos yun. May imposible bang bagay sa Panginoon? He owns the heavens and the earth. Amen. Ito pa ang sabi. Verse 26, You will have plenty. Sabi nyo, plenty. You have plenty to eat until you are full. And you will praise the name of the Lord your God who has worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be ashamed. Wow! Magiging masagana ang ating buhay. Naniniwala ba kayo pag umunlad ang Pilipinas, apektado tayo? Siyempre, pag maunlad ang Pilipinas, bababa ang lahat ng babayarin natin. O kaya itataas ng Panginoon yung purchasing power natin. Tataasan ang mga sweldo natin, tataasan ang mga negosyo. We will be satisfied with the Lord with plenty. At higit sa lahat, ito ang pinakamalaga more than anything else. Then you will know that I am in Israel, that I am the Lord your God, and that there is no other. Never again will my people be shamed. It is because we bear the name of the Lord. It's not about us. It's about His name. His name will be glorified and will be honored. Ito pong sinasabi dito. That's the reason why we need to draw ourselves back to God. Why we need to have a broken and contrite heart before Him. And you know what? After doing all of these things, and after God would restore us, restore the blessings, restore the things that were lost, then there will be spiritual revival. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. The old men will dream dreams. For young men will see visions. Ibig sabihin yan, may spiritual revival. Have you remembered during the time of Eli, walang masyadong vision, walang masyadong dreams. Bakit? They were under judgment. But during God's favor, you will be able to see the manifestations of the Spirit's power 
coming upon His own people. Kaya sabi rito, even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my Spirit in those days. There will be spiritual revival. Amen. Mag-operates and gifts of the Holy Spirit. Ano ang dahilan? Because God would like to take the people for Himself. Ma- ma- matiging magandang takbo ng evangelism, ng soul winning, marami makakakilala sa Panginoon because of the manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit. There will be also gifts of healing. So many. Why? Because you cannot limit the hands of God if He would like to give favor to His people. Amen. Now, once that happens, we are now ready to make war. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for war. Rouse the warriors. Let all the fighting men draw near and attack. Say, attack. Now you are now in a position to attack. Why? Because now God is on your side. Beat your plowshares into swords and the pruning hooks into spears. Let the weakling say, I am strong. We will have the strength of God to fight against all odds, against the works of the enemy. Right now, the enemy is taking this as an opportunity for himself. But we need to fight back. But the first step of doing that, we have to make sure that God really is on our side. We have to seek for God's mercy, humble ourselves before God. Then restoration would come in, even spiritual restoration. And right, right after that, we are now prepared to go to war. Church, are you ready for it? That is why our action today will determine our tomorrow and repentance leads to restoration. That is the kind of action that we need. We have to repent because it leads us to restoration. Sabi po ng 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13-16, to 16, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as He who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. The good news is that more than 2,000 years ago, when Christ died on the cross of Calvary, He already provided us a grace, of His forgiving grace. And because the forgiveness is already available, we can avail it anytime we want, but we need to avail it with a humble heart. Because those who humble themselves before the Lord will certainly be forgiven and be lifted up by God. Ibabangon muli ng Panginoon ang Pilipinas kung tayo ay marunong magpakumbaba because the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is more than sufficient for us. Amen. Mahalo tayo ng Diyos. Ano man yung kalamidad na dinanas ng ating bansa, Kinakatuklang ho tayo ng Panginoon. Bumalik po tayong lahat sa Diyos. Pangunahan po natin as Church of the Living God, we need to respond in faith, not in fear. Responding in faith means having the fear of God, humbling ourselves before Him, repenting of all our sins, and coming back to the Lordship of Christ. We hope you were inspired by that message. If you want to know more about how to live a victorious life in Christ, send us a message in our website at www.victoryalabang.org or in our Facebook page at facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Be blessed and stay connected.